This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. different ways of thinking discovered by social and cognitive psychologists have until now largely been below the radar of management research. In a paper, Getting Explicit About the Implicit, Jochen Menger stresses the importance of the topic and offers a platform for further research. Explicit thinking is the way in which we contemplate and think about our choices. We make careful decisions and spend lots of time considering alternatives. This kind of thinking, says Dr Menges, takes a lot of effort, is slow and probably doesn't characterise how we think about our work most of the time. On the other hand, implicit thinking is quick, automatic and efficient, helping us to make instant choices and allowing our intuitions to guide us through the decision-making process. Dr Menges explains... Now, this implicit knowledge builds up uh, in our brain through associations and preferences that we make uh, uh, while we are working and while we grow up, and so it builds over a long time period. But it is very efficient and it helps us make decisions quickly when necessary. And this type of implicit thinking has not been uh, the focus of research so far, and I think it should be. Why hasn't it been that focus, and, and what triggered your interest in the first place? The problem with implicit processes is that they're hard to get to, right? So most of management research relies on interviews and surveys. But when responding to interviews and surveys, obviously what you draw from is the explicit processes. You reflect on how you feel about your job, you reflect on why you did certain choices and so on. And by doing so, you bring explicit processes into the research process. When you do uh, research implicit processes, you need different ways of getting at them without making people consciously explain their choices and so on. So there are different measures now that have been developed in social psychology and cognitive psychology that allow us to get to these processes. And the purpose of my research and the research I've done with colleagues uh, is to bring these different measures into management and let them be applied by management researchers to understand these implicit, automatic, intuitive choices we make at work. What sort of things are we talking about? Well, a wide array of things. So, for instance, we talk about identification with organizations, we talk about job attitudes, we talk about trait, affect, how we generally tend to feel, Uh, we talk about discrimination, we talk about all sorts of things. Uh, Various studies um, have looked at, for instance, this trait affect issue. So how do we on a general day, on a general basis feel? Uh, And the finding is that indeed when people tend to be more positive about their life, about their work and so on, they also tend to receive the higher ratings. But that positivity is not only assessed through surveys by asking how positive you feel, but also through an implicit measures that gets to that response to that implicit side of our positive affective reactions in a very different way. Specifically, what this measure does is it provides you with word fragments and asks you to complete these words. So, for instance, if you have uh, a plank and then a U and an N, this word could be completed run, but it could also be completed fun. Now, to what response do you get? Let's say you have another word, blank, O, Y. Is it soy? Is it boy? Or is it joy? Right? And those people who tend to say joy and fun and so on, these are the ones who have an implicit tendency to be positive. 
And this implicit tendency is predictive of how they are later rated by their supervisor and how well they work. Were you surprised by the outcomes and, and what do you draw from them? Well, I wasn't necessarily surprised by the results, uh, basically because this entire research effort has been only to compile the existing measures and to put them into a sort of taxonomy or a sort of framework that allows future researchers to then make their choice which measure they want to use. So it is not a new discovery in a sense, but rather it's a compilation of existing research, a systematization of those different measures, and therefore a basis for future research. One of the things that interested me was that the applications to date, ranging from implicit race bias in customer satisfaction ratings to reactions to justice violations. Explain a little bit more. A typical domain in which these implicit measures uh, matter a lot is discrimination. Uh, simply because uh, social desirability and other biases don't allow us to say who we would discriminate against. right? But uh, many people hold implicit association between certain ethnic groups, certain age groups, certain uh, other groups. Uh, and uh, these implicit association with these groups only come out when you apply an implicit measure. Uh, for instance, one study uh, that uh, looked at recruiting decisions um, used implicit measures to predict who of those that apply would be invited for an interview. Specifically, that study uh, used CVs and uh, on the CV they used either a Swedish name or an Arab name and the study was conducted in Sweden. And then they looked whether the uh, applicant was invited for an interview. Now what predicts the decision by the recruiter? Uh, it is not whether they explicitly admit to having some sort of racial bias or some sort of uh, preference for Swedish applicants, but it is whether on an implicit test they associate Arab with bad and Swedish with good. Um, and this result from this implicit test predicts whether or not the uh, candidate gets invited or not. Certainly, culture plays a strong role in what type of associations uh, and preferences we have, simply because uh, these associations and preferences build up over a long period of time. Uh, and so while we are growing up while we are getting socialized, uh, certain associations um, are built and others are not built. Uh, and so the culture that surrounds us while we grow up and get socialized has a strong influence on what type of associations we hold and thus what type of implicit processes we draw from later when we behave uh, and perform in the workplace. Is this study and its findings going to impact on future research? I think you've already said it will do. So my, my sequel to that is, well, is there a practical side to it as well? <laughs> so currently what we are looking at is to try to get more research done with implicit measures. We want other researchers to pick up these methods, apply them in the workplace and therefore enrich our understanding on how our intuitive automatic processes shape our work life, how we think, feel and behave at work. But once we know more about that, obviously what follows from that uh, are practical implications. I'm hesitant to recommend these measures uh, to be applied in the workplace already, uh, simply because of the lack of knowledge that we have so far. Pretty much all we know has been uh, derived from social and cognitive psychology, and there have been thrilling findings there. 
But to make them work in the workplace, I think first researchers need to try out how these measures work, how predictive they are, how reliable and valid they are for our purposes within the business community, within a management community. And then perhaps uh, human resource managers, marketing managers, and other people in organizations can pick up these measures and apply them for their own purpose. Organizational structures today are flatter, less hierarchical, less bureaucratic. Is there going to be an impact from your work? Yes, I think there is. Uh, so the organizational structure uh, that we are looking at today uh, is characterized by two trends, I would think. Uh, one trend, actually, is that those who are highly qualified uh, have to work under high pressure. They're on a high demand. They have to make quick decisions. They have to move quickly. Um, now, in this type of environment, people do not have the time uh, to retreat and make uh, decisions uh, deliberately, consciously, over a long period, after a long analysis. But rather, they have to decide quickly. So how do they do that? Well, these decisions probably rely on these implicit processes that I described. Uh, so in order to understand how people under high pressure come to conclusions, uh, we have to investigate the implicit processes upon which these decisions rely. The second trend uh, is the one that uh, affects people with perhaps less uh, qualification, and that's the trend towards standardization and routinization. Now, these jobs also do not allow for much thinking, actually. Uh, there is not much sense in deliberating and contemplating about one's jobs and so on. So these jobs, too, are governed to a certain extent by the implicit processes upon which employees rely when they work. Uh, and for, the, for an understanding of these jobs, we also need to investigate these implicit processes. Jochen Mengers, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series. Thank you.